On Compassion Radio, every day it is our passion to share the news of God's great kingdom around the world with you. On Fridays, we do something a little different and, I believe, important. We take a look at the world as it really is, to see how God is at work in all of it, how truth is revealed, how God's Word speaks to the situations in which we find ourselves. Sometimes the stories we find are lighthearted, encouraging, or inspiring. Sometimes they are troubling, and sometimes they are downright infuriating. But in all of it, we are on a search for God, chasing after His coattails, if you will. So much trauma and violence has transpired in our world in recent years that is so devastating to nations, communities, denominations, houses of worship, and schools that, frankly, our hearts are overwhelmed. I imagine that yours is, too. And just this week, it happened. Again. So today, we're going to take a few minutes to lament together. Again. No trite explanations. No pat answers from Scripture. And for today, at least, no specific calls to action other than this. To sit with Jesus as He mourns and gives us courage to do the same. I don't know if it will be a balm for your soul, but it's the best we can do right now. As I respond to what Bram has just shared with you, I can only say that Lord have mercy is all we can pray right now. We know from Scripture that God is near to the brokenhearted, that He gathers our tears and collects them in a bottle. I don't know if that is any comfort at all to those who are deeply grieving right now. It's all we have to hold on to at this point. That God sees and knows and feels deeply the heartache. That Jesus knows and is intimately acquainted with the grief that we all feel from this tragedy. There are countless numbers of families across our nation today reeling from this devastating loss. Not just of family members, but friends, colleagues, associates, and even acquaintances. This grief and trauma will not just go away anytime soon. I suspect not in many lifetimes. When it feels like God has forgotten us, when it seems He's turned His face away, we cry out, as David did in Psalm 13, How long, O Lord, how long? When the walls fell And the hungry child Cried out for help Did you hear the sound? Did your heart break? Does your heart break now? I 
are choking me and he cried out I cannot breathe did your heart break does your heart break now Does your heart break? Does your heart break? Does your heart break? When we pray an earnest prayer, when we ask God to break our hearts for the things that break His heart, do we really have any idea what we're asking for? When our hearts do break, do we know what to do with it? Do we turn to the one who called us into both his joy and his suffering? Or do we cry out, Father, why have you forsaken me? Do we even know what or how to pray next? Lord, from sorrows deep I call When my hope is shaken Torn and ruined from the fall Hear my desperation for so long I've pled and prayed God come to my rescue Even so the thorn remains Still my heart will praise you Storms within my troubled soul Questions without answers On my faith these pillows roll God be now my shelter Why are you cast down my soul Hope in Him who saves you When the fires have all grown cold Cause this heart to praise you Torn from me Every worldly pleasure When all I possess is grief God be in my treasure Be my vision in the night Be my hope and refuge Till my faith is turned to sight Lord, my heart will praise you. And oh, my soul, put your hope in God. My help, my rock, I will praise Him. Sing, oh, sing through the raging storm. You're still my God, my salvation. Yeah. 
maybe the most honest prayer from a hole of despair is simply this. I have it not within me to pray and praise. I have not the will to confess that which God says about himself. God, if you are there, lift my eyes so I can see you somehow right now. Prove that you are real. A confession of emptiness and desperation he will not despise. Hallelujahs seem to mock us, when our shouts are of anguish and not exultation, when our thoughts are dull and our hearts are numb. Have we offended God? Is He dependent upon our praise in order to act? After loss, would any act of God seem too little too late? What does God make of our desperation? Why would He not stop evil from happening? Why would He not save in time? Are we treading on dangerous ground for even asking such questions? They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. I've stood on this stage night after night. Reminding the broken it'll be alright But right now, oh right now I just can't It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring me down But what will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now Say it only takes a little faith 
Our souls want to sing that very thing. But we may not yet be through the even-so transition, from the grievous wound to the painful recovery to the rediscovery of ourselves. Must we do it all right now, right away, to make others feel less uncomfortable? Is God himself as impatient with our healing as we are? As impatient as all those around us who wish us well, but wish themselves free of our anguish just as much as we wish it gone. When will the dam burst and the poison be fully let out? Do we really want it gone? Or is the anguish a kind of penance for not being able to save the ones we loved? Do we wish misery on ourselves for the ways we have failed? Do we hold on to it so that we don't blow up at God himself? Maybe. And after we've confessed it, this promise. God is big enough to take the blows, and he doesn't strike back. That's a comfort, really, not an accusation. And if we don't believe that yet, perhaps we'll just have to take the risk and find out for ourselves. Maybe we will, when we feel we've got nothing left. 
When the best of me is barely breathing When I'm not somebody I believe in Hold on to me When I miss the light the night is stolen When I'm slamming all the doors you've opened Hold on to me Hold on to me Hold on to me when it's too dark to see you When I am sure I have reached the end Hold on to me eyes can't close for the nightmares that flare to life behind gritty eyelids. When the fear of sleep overtakes the need for it. When we're both terrified of the moment we're in and haunted by what waits for us when we wake. When we are trapped between the largest boulder and the hardest place we've ever faced, and we still have to squeeze through somehow. Are we wrong for feeling this way? Or is God somehow acquainted with this kind of grief, so that we'd somehow believe him when he says, I'm with you in this? When he walks over to you on feet of his own daughter. When he wraps you in a blanket of hugs from the arms of his sons. When he shows up in his own body now living throughout the world. The body that will still love you when you have nothing to give back. He's sending you himself. It's a great mystery but you know it when you feel it. It doesn't accuse. It doesn't try to argue you out of your pain. It doesn't throw scripture at you to convince you everything will work out the way you want. You'll know it when it looks you in the eye and says, I love you, without even saying a word. As long as you need to sit right here, I'll sit with you. I'll watch over you while you sleep. Your name will be on my lips and your image dancing in my heart. You are alive, and I give you my life as well. It's my gift, 
with no strings attached. You are loved. So many things will have to be let go someday. There will come a time when each grief can be anchored to the thread of your story as you continue to write it. Some things will be let to die. Others let to simply be what they will have to be. And others let to go their own way. Still others you will let in. Whatever those things are, and however they move around us and within us, remember that there is one and many like him who can and will carry you through these times. If you'll let them. to be for you to know the love of God in the most trying times of your life, and at your side cheering with you in life's great joys. On behalf of Sandy and I, our Compassion Radio team, and the many people across the world who help us bring this broadcast to you every day, I say a very sincere thank you for your time and attentive ear, for the way you pray along with us as we face head-on the many challenges the body of Christ faces in the world today. I invite you to pray along with us for all those who endure unimaginable suffering in the face of unjust war and violence, for the communities and families torn apart by great evil. And as you think about the God we serve, that thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is right now in heaven. May you rest peacefully tonight and wake tomorrow asking God what he has for you that you were made for and that brings him glory and great joy. Bless you, friends. If you'd like to hear them again, the music from today's program is just a click away, and the links are on the podcast page of this program. You can find that, all the ways to contact us, and much more at our website, CompassionRadio.com. Join us again Monday for a new episode of Chasing the Word.